If you are clapping for Jesus, let's make it bigger and louder. He's the doer, he's faithful, he's worthy. Lord, we give you thanks in Jesus' mighty name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this morning for these amazing testimonies. You are the doer. Take all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for answered prayers today, both personal and corporate. Take all the praise. And right now, as you go into your word, give us understanding. Give us grace to be hearers and doers. And let your name be glorified. Change our story again. Transform us again. We thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Louder, amen. amen. Please, you may be seated and put your hands together again for the Lord. I'm sure we can do better if it's for Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I'm more than a conqueror. Congratulations. Praise the Lord. All through this week in our covenant hour of prayer, the subject we have been looking at is captioned prayer and fasting, the life wire of every growing church. Prayer and fasting, the life wire of every growing church. The implication of this is that what a life wire is to electricity is what prayer and fasting is to church growth. What a life wire is to electricity is what prayer and fasting is to church growth. What is life wire? Simple. Wire with life. Wire with what? With life. We all know that a wire is simply a metal conductor. And it carries power or it transmits or conducts electricity from one spot to another. In most cases, the major part of a live wire is hidden. It's not exposed, but it's there. You see the light, but the major part of the live wire is hidden. But if that major part is not there, you won't be able to enjoy electricity. It is the same thing with prayer and fasting. In other words, there cannot be church growth, effective church growth, without prayer and fasting in place. Very importantly, therefore, the first point we want to know this morning is the fact that prayer is a platform for guaranteed noiseless breakthroughs in church growth. Prayer is the platform for guaranteed noiseless breakthroughs in church growth. That simply means noiseless breakthroughs in church growth is possible. Say with me, it is possible. Louder yet, it is possible 
But what is the key? There is a key to it. Because if you don't have the key to a door, you keep struggling without result. But if you have the key to any door, you walk towards that door with ease. Put in the key, turn it, and you enter. No stress. So what is the key? Even though noiseless breakthrough in church growth is possible, there is a key to it. And without the key, struggling continues. But in your life, as an individual, no more struggling. Yeah. What is this key? Say with me, prayer. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 8. The Bible makes it very clear. As soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. As soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. This travail talks about prayer. And of course, we can say prayer and fasting. In other words, no more prolonged labor. As a woman, you know definitely the difference between going through labor and going through a prolonged labor. You go through labor before you can deliver any child. But you can have a quick, straightforward one, stress-free one, like the Hebrew women, and you can also have a prolonged one. In other words, as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. No prolonged labor. Straightforward. Quick and fast. That happens on the altar of prayer. You want to know what noiseless breakthrough is in church growth? This ministry is a good example. You don't have to look too far. Prayer from the onset before the church ministry began and fasting was in place for months before the ministry was commissioned. And after the ministry was commissioned, prayer and fasting has become a part and parcel. Every week, there is a day set aside by the church. Every month, three days set aside. Every year, at the beginning of the year, 21 days set aside. That is enough to teach us a lesson of the place of prayer and fasting in this place. Acts chapter 6 and verse 4. The apostle said, we give ourselves wholly to prayer and the ministry of the word. And as soon as they did that in verse 7, the Bible tells us what happened. It says the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly. Not just multiplied, but multiplied greatly. Now as we go through this season of prayer and fasting these seven days, watch you will be there to see the great multiplication that God is going to yet bring across our way. Can I hear louder? Amen. Number two, we see the example of Nehemiah in scriptures. Nehemiah accomplished the feat of rebuilding the broken walls of Jerusalem within 52 days. How many days? 52 days. And one of the major weapons employed was effectual fervent prayer, among others. In Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 1, he said he was in Sushan, the palace, and he got the information about what was going on. And then in verse 4, the Bible tells us very clearly in verse 4, 
It came to pass when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. He took steps. He acted. And after all that, they began to put their hands to work. And then in chapter 6 and verse 15, look at what happened. In 52 days, the world, the walls were joined together. He accomplished this feat through prayer and fasting. Nehemiah, a single person, was used by God to move other people, to mobilize other people, to get the job done. You as one person, there is so much that God can do through you. And your place, another will not take. We have a, low, a whole lot of hours before the end of this day. Plug in. Don't say, well, how much can I do? There is so much that you can do. And God is counting. Your reward shall not be lost in Jesus' name. As we round up number three, prayer and fasting enhances divine guidance that provokes supernatural church growth. We were told a lot about divine guidance yesterday. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6, as you engage in this kind of fast that God has chosen, verse 11, it says, the Lord shall guide thee continually. From this moment forward, you shall no longer miss divine guidance. And when God guides your step, you can be sure that testimony shall be the order of the day. Remember the testimonies we heard this morning? That young lady that gave that second testifier flyers and refused to give up. I can only imagine how joyful she will be to hear the testimony of that young man. There is a law that God has committed into your hands and my hands. None of us shall fail in Jesus' name. In that your career, God will guide you. In your businesses, he will guide you. In your relationships, he will guide you. In your finances, he will guide you. That means no more loss. Say with me, no more losses. Louder, no more losses. From this moment forward, you shall not miss divine guidance. Please rise upon your feet and lift up your voice to the God of heaven and receive grace to be much more intense in your involvement in prayer and fasting, especially as you go on in this season. Lift up your voice to God. Pray and receive greater grace from him right now for better and greater involvement in prayer and fasting, especially in this season. Let God hear your voice right now. Lift up those two hands and magnify him this morning. Something great is breaking forth in your life. Brand new day, brand new season. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. What keeps the revival fire burning is the genuine pursuit after God, not after things. The pursuit of God is what was a believer in command of all things that make for life and godliness. As he deems them fit for us, just enjoy going after God. Believers on fire don't go after things. They go after God and things go after them. 
my prayer is that no one here will lose the fire of revival that's burning right now. <laughs> if your prayer and fasting focuses on God and his agenda, you have secured the future. If it focuses on you and your desire, the struggle continues. When thou seest seek my face, my heart says, thy face, O God, will I seek. Psalm 27 and verse 8. They looked unto him and their face were no more ashamed. Psalm 34 verse 5. The young lion suffer want and hunger, but they that seek after God shall not want any good thing. Make this time count in your life and seek after God for your good. Seek after God for your good. Look at your church in this place. Oh God, give us this. Oh God, give us that. We have never had to do that since inception. Yet, we have never liked the hand of God doing things here and there. We just flagged off eight 34 new church buildings across the nation. Amen. And there is no day, oh God, build your church. Oh God. Oh God, save the lost. Oh God, rescue the perishing. Oh God, establish the believers in their faith. Oh God, rescue the backsliding. And yet things are happening. Noiselessly so. The struggles of your life must end. Seek ye first God and the affairs of his kingdom. And all these things, all these things that others are struggling and dying and killing themselves and stealing and robbing and shall be added to you. Noiselessly so. In the precious name of Jesus, my prayer is that your adventure from henceforth shall remain God-focused. May God become your final bus stop. Anybody can be running around to wherever they want. You run after God. Then shall we know (laughs) if we follow on to know the Lord. It it will be clear tomorrow. Then shall thou return and desire between the righteous and the wicked between him that served God and him that served him not. The difference will be clear. In the precious name of Jesus, may you fall on the positive side of this divide. People are just in a hurry and going into horror. Allow God to lead you. Pursue after him. (laughs) Let his goodness pursue after you. That's the way it works. Allow him to lead you. This is what to do this time. We've been doing this now for, for nearly 41 years. And it's working. Yeah, see it and plug in. It's for your good. See it and plug in. It's for your good. Your choice is embarking on that mammoth project and there's no stress. Won't you like that? No stress. No games, no gimmicks. Won't you like that in your life? The greatest blessing awaiting you will be struggle free. It, it, it's blessings make it rich and it has no sorrow. 
It make it rich and it has no sorrow. It make it rich and it has no sorrow. <laughs> My God. We sing a song and we used to sing a song in those days. We come thus far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He's never failed us. Oh, we can't turn back now. We've come thus far by faith. You better join this chariot. He's, he's sweet on this side. My prayer is that no one moment will be lost to the devil in your life in the remaining days of us. But you take full advantage of it. Lift up your two hands. Thank God for the word that came this morning. And thank God for making you one of the conductors of power and moving the church forward. Making you one of the conductors of power and moving the church forward. Thank God for it. Thank God for your refocus. Focusing on God totally and fully. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' precious name. Well, we are in the fourth day and it's sweeter by the day. I have a witness here, man. Praise God. And then uh, we'll be running through up until Sunday. It shall be awesome. And I can tell you there is no shackle or change that will remain on anybody's life in any area this coming Sunday. Whatever has refused to move that requires prayer and fasting, we have given it now. So it must move. It must move. It must move. Your destiny must open up. Your life must go forward. Your heart for God must be stronger. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. And give him thanks as you take hold of the day. Take hold of the day right now. Take command of the day. Day you must open up. A day of no concern. A day of no turmoil. A day of no crisis. A day devoted to God. And the affairs of his kingdom as we pursue our various endeavors in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, I'm more than a conqueror. Congratulations. Amen and amen.